don't reach a goal, people sometimes put too much pressure on them. And instead, they should enjoy the moment. They should enjoy doing things the way their heart dictates it. Welcome to the Leadership in the Environment podcast. This is Joshua Spodek. We bring you leaders acting on their environmental values because too many people told me, I want to act, but if others don't, then what I do won't matter. We're here to make it obvious that you're not alone. You're part of a global community, a majority. Also, too many people told me, doing small things doesn't make enough of a difference and big things take too much work. Action matters more than the size you start with. You'll hear how action motivates guests from small things to doing big things. You won't find guilt, blame, doom, gloom, or telling people what to do. You will find leading without relying on authority, which brings what I found missing from acting on environmental values. Joy, discovery, growth, community, meaning, purpose, value, sharing. With global demand for environmental action, I bet you'll see that acting on your values doesn't distract from your life and career. Following these leaders' footsteps and beyond enjoying the environment, I bet you'll see promotions, raises, more loyalty and trust in your relationships, and more. Listening to Balin's third conversation now, about six months after I've launched my podcast, means a lot to me because I recorded this a long time before. It took a while to get through the editing process. It was a big milestone for me, although you can hear that the microphone back then wasn't so good. Getting back to Balint, you can hear he planned and analyzed for a long time before I ever talked to him about this changing this food habit of his, but he never actually acted on it. And you'll hear he could have started a long time earlier. This mirrored my experience that analyzing, planning, it just kind of, you go around in circles. The way to do it is just to start doing it. And you'll hear his way of, of explaining that. He knew that he would like it. He knew that he would enjoy the process. He just didn't do it. What kinds of things are you thinking of doing that you, you know that you'll like, but you just aren't starting? I find it's much more valuable to start something than to decide to start something. Now, you and I have spoken since the last time we recorded because you've been a big inspiration for me for podcasting and you're ahead of me. And so you've been helping me with technology issues and team issues and things like that. But we have not talked about what I hope we talk about this time, which is that you've been eating more vegetarian meals. And can you tell us what was your challenge over the past couple of weeks, uh, months, and are you ready to talk about it? Yeah, I'm eating more vegetarian food thanks to my girlfriend, maybe more thanks to her than me, than thanks to me. So when, you know, when we talked the last time, I said that after the, the three months of, of reduced beef, that uh, the next logical step could be me cooking more often vegetarian food. So I kind of, let, let's say it was, a, it was a challenge to do it like, you know, constantly, consistently every week. So this was a bigger challenge than I, I would say than the other one, the beef, where I reduced my beef consumption. But uh, yeah, so it was a, though, a good experience. A lot of people listening are like, I don't want to give up. You know, it could be beef. It could be driving their fancy car. It could be flying. It could be whatever. Like people are like, I like this thing. And they might think if I go through this change, I'm going to have a worse life. Are you living worse now or is it that? No, no. It um, had uh, the kind of effect I was expecting in a way. When I started out doing this, I was expecting that um, I would get to experiment, that I would get to try more different uh, things. So vegetarian food uh, more than before. And uh, this is also helping me find new kinds of recipes, but also keeping my eyes open in restaurants for new types of food, new vegetarian dishes. So 
it had a, a lot of it, a big effect on me. Just um, um, what I was talking about kind of at the beginning that my resolution was that I would like to prepare every week vegetarian food myself for, for me and for others. And it, this was a challenge to really keep it. <laughs> uh, let's say my excuse, if I may say, was that Christmas was around and um, I got sick, um, you know, winter sickness, flu. So with that, it's difficult to keep that going. Um, but uh, yeah, I think even after this call, I would like to keep on doing this. So preparing vegetarian weekly or bi-weekly at least but okay, more often what, than for sure than before. what you're going to do. Why are you going to do it? I mean, you're, you, okay, you've discovered new <laughs> things. Is it that it tastes better? Is it that you, you've, or is it taste, does it still taste worse, but you, it's more important to you? Or like, I presume that you're doing it because it makes your life better. That to me, that's why people do things. Speaking yeah. Philosophically. Yeah. It's a, uh, because it, it, as I said, I, it, I get to try new things, new dishes. Um, and also, um, I think, uh, yeah, I just think more, I think the world is more colorful this way than just eating meat, um, like, you know, chicken, beef, rabbit. Um, but, uh, so it, it, it definitely makes my life more colorful. So if you could go back in time to before doing this personal challenge with me or with this podcast, is yeah. it that you would, would you do it again? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, for sure. Yeah. So what would, would you have done it earlier if you had known what the outcome would be? Um, that's a good question. I didn't think about that. I'm trying to put it in the, I'm, I'm trying to th make it useful for the listeners because uh, I hope a lot of people listening are thinking to themselves, I want to do this, but I, I'm not quite there yet. Yeah. I think it's uh, for sure. It would have been good doing it even earlier. But I would say one should not put too much pressure on himself or herself that, it, for example, I missed these a couple of weeks when I couldn't cook or I didn't cook Christmas and uh, uh, my getting the flu. But I don't feel very bad about it because I think the problem is if you don't reach a goal, people sometimes put too much pressure on them. And instead, they should enjoy the moment. They should enjoy doing things the way the, they, their heart dictates it. So I, I would I would have done it earlier, but uh, also not too strictly. So just like this, that I tried it, I wanted to get the best out of it, and I see now how it is, and I would like to, you know, I tested it how it is for three months. I, I really like it that this kind of commitment three months because you can really see what it brings, and then you can keep on go or keep on doing it, or you choose something else, another challenge. My audience is people who would like to change your behavior, but haven't gotten there yet, or maybe have started changing their behavior and, and they want to change it more. So, you know, if you make a little change that improves your life, then a big change, in my experience, has been a big change that improves my life even more. Yeah. And I guess this reinforces my strategic decision not to try yet to try to work with people who are, you know, they're like, hey, I just got myself a Humvee. Don't talk to me about not polluting because it's not interesting to me. I'm not trying to yeah. convince or persuade them if they want to listen great but uh i think that there's enough i think that's probably billions of people who want to change as you put it what was uh not a cultural uh, not a uh, worldview what, what was yeah that 
I think there are enough people who are past that. I don't want to say yeah. past, uh, who, who are of the view, I want to change, but then something's blocking them. Something maybe like if I, if I change, but no one else does, what's the point or yeah. something like that. And to try to get them feeling like, Oh, once Bob made the change, it was better. And he wished he'd done it yeah. earlier. You know, I think it's a good idea to sit down and this is how I also set up goals or, or, uh, let's say activities that I want to do is that you sit down and you look at the reasons, look at the why, why you want to do it, why you want to change. So if you look at it like very targeted, you can come up with new ideas. You can do, you know, like a mind map, you can create a mind map. Um, so, and you, you just put it on this mind map, like the um, branches of a tree, the different uh, ideas uh, for the different whys, different uh, um, answers to the why question. Um, so for example, for the eating uh, vegetarian, one of the a- answer could be, or some answers could be like, yeah, you could uh, f- uh, find new recipes. You could invite friends and you can show a new uh, types of food to them. Um, you can uh, uh, go to the local grocery where you, uh, new grocery stores where they, where you t- talk to um, more vegetarian people. Um, so, you, you, know, you know, if this way you create more incentive than just like, oh, maybe I should try vegetarian food because it could be interesting to try. You know, if you bring up many, many reasons, many answers to the why, I think you, you get more push. And whenever you feel a little bit discouraged, you can always look at the, this uh, mind map. That sounds effective. I, I think I, I want to add something to that because I think I did a lot of, not necessarily doing mind maps, although I strongly, I love mind mapping software. I use free plane, free download. Yeah. Not just free. Anyway, okay. Uh, people should try mind mapping software if they haven't, in my opinion. But back to this, um, there's a huge component that for me, I wasn't doing for most of my life, which is then to do it and to do it on whatever scale works for you. Like it wasn't until I had six months of thinking about not eating package, of avoiding packaged food before I actually did it. And then once I did it, that, well, it was two and a half weeks, but within the first few days, everything changed and all that planning it was the planning and, and, and analysis at that at that time i needed to do it before i got to actually doing it but once i did it it like that replaced uh, not replaced it was more effective than a lot of the planning yeah and it, it, of course it's not going to work as planned all the time like as you're saying you know you get sick and you can't do it or you're at friends places and you can't do it or something like that like i allowed myself to finish the the food that was in my cupboards so I was having food that was packaged. I just hadn't bought it that week. So I, it kind of worded it in a way that it would work for me. Like, I'm not going to buy any food. That, anyway, yeah. but that behavioral component is a big thing. And then you were talking about not eating meat of you went out and had to get different things that, and you got things that that part you couldn't have put in the plants. Like you, you wanted variety, you got variety, but the variety was, you had to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. So you can keep thinking about it forever, but in the end you would, you just have to do it. Yeah, and then when you do it, you get Etsy. that discovery. Yeah. Oh man, I'm going to give you this quote. I'm sure you've heard. Have <laughs> I have I talked about the Kurt from the quote that it's not from Goethe, but it's often attributed to him. What was what, that quote? I'm going to get it out. Here it is. Until one is committed, there's hesitancy, the chance to draw back. Concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there's one elementary truth that ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans. That the moment one definitely commits oneself then providence moves too. 
all sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of, of, of events issues from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance, which no man could have dreamed would have come his way. That's a good one. Oh man, yeah. It's like, it's until you experience it, it doesn't, I don't, I don't know if it rings true, but once you do it, like things happen. I think people want to help you when you are helping yourself. And when you're just yeah. talking about it, then people just talk about it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And so you probably found food that you really love that you would not have expected to have come your way. You couldn't have planned it. Yeah. Actually, now yeah. I'm curious about, there's the experience of food. I want to, can I, I want to ask, uh, you, you, your girlfriend came up early on and in my experience, how people relate to others is a big piece of this. Sometimes, sometimes it can be a big inertia thing that slows you down, but sometimes it can accelerate things. Huh. A physicist talking to a physicist about it. <laughs> Are you thinking yeah. about derivatives and secondary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did things work with the relationship? Did it improve it? Did it hurt it? Did it get in the way? Did it augment it? Did it give you things to talk about? No, I think it is, as I maybe started to say, but I didn't uh, finish that thought. So one of the answers to the why was that uh, you can give. I could give back more. So new food that I knew, dishes that I prepared, which we, we haven't, which we hadn't thought of before. And uh, she was also, she's been supportive of this and she, she loved it. <laughs> that uh, she doesn't have to stay in the kitchen and I take some initiative uh, preparing something, something new. It's like, you know, when you eat, it's like you go going to a different uh, world, different country, if, especially if you prepare something which is from a different uh, culture. So it's, it's a really great experience. Are you thinking about what you care about? I recommend making it active. Think about what you could do, not just analyze and plan, not do what others tell you to, but to live by your values. You'll enjoy your results. People will follow you more than you think, and you'll impact more than you expect. Go to joshuaspodek.com slash podcast for examples of what others have done. She was, support, was she supportive before it started? Did you ask her about it? Or, I mean, you committed to me, not to me, to yourself on this yeah. podcast without asking her. Yeah. How did that yeah. break well, up to her? <laughs> she was surprised because right after that, I said what I committed to. And because I, I, at that time, I didn't think about it, what I would commit to next. Um, and yeah, she, she found it good. Surprising, but good. What was the surprise? Was it, uh, oh, I mean, it's me. Or he doesn't like <laughs> no, to cook. The, yeah. I, mean, I, I do cook, but it's just uh, eat, preparing more vegetarian food because uh, I used to love meat. Were there, okay, you mentioned the, um, so that sounds like it worked pretty easily. That could, maybe you've known her long enough that you knew that it wouldn't be a problem. Uh, was there anything unforeseen with her that didn't work out? Were there any problems? Don't air dirty laundry. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, nothing too personal. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, no, I mean, there was, it's just, I hope sometimes I told her that, yeah, I don't have the, now the, the, um, it's not the right moment to cook and that, that I feel a little bit frustrated. Um, but uh, even then, she was, she was supportive that, that I, you know, I should not put too much pressure on me. So as I said, uh, uh, I should not be too strict. Of course, when th these things are happening, you are strict, uh, or at least I was strict uh, with myself. But uh, now, I mean, after that, after some time, I realized that you don't have to be too strict with yourself. So that forgiving part sounds like a big piece of this for you. 
I'm sorry? The, the self-forgiving part seems to be a pretty yeah. good piece for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's, it's interesting. It's, an, it's ironic that by not making it too, by, by relaxing, you're actually getting more than if you had pushed really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, 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 the most important thing is you need, you, you need to have the right mindset. If you have the right mindset, you attract the right things. So the guy, the Balint of 10 years ago, didn't have that mindset. And not, not, not so much. So if you I think, go, sorry, I think good, good or the person who you cited, it was good, right? Yeah. Um, so I think he, maybe he didn't mention it, but I think it's a, a part of it is that you, when you make the decision, decision, you also make the decision to do something. You also make the, de- the, de- the decision to be in that mindset. Uh-huh. So, so, yeah. Yeah, so now I'm, I'm reflecting a bit on my, and I'll, I'll do this after the show because uh, it'll take more thought than that. But I mean, my, my choice was not to try to work with people who aren't in that mindset or who people who don't, yeah. not, people who want to be in that mindset, but yeah, not to work with, pe- to work with people who do want to be in that mindset, who aren't there yet, or who are partly there, but really want to get there more, and not to try to bother with people who are not even there yeah. at all. There's no good True. or bad or right or wrong here. It's just, that's my audience. And once, I, I, because I think there's billions of them that it'll take a long time to exhaust to get them really, and now I'm saying it to get them, but I think hopefully also a lot of them after making that shift, we'll be like, I want to bring this to others. That, that's the big outcome that I want. One of the big outcomes that I want from this podcast is that people don't say, you should change because it's better for the environment, although that might be the case. But for, to say, my life is better. Here's why. <laughs> if you're interested, let me know and I can share why. Because I like making my life better. Like that is clear. Like I can feel my life getting better. I can't feel me putting less carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. That's like yeah. abstract. Yeah, true. So were there other hurdles? Other hurdles. There was you. You got sick. Uh, there was the relationship, but that didn't sound like it was a problem at all. It, were there any? Were there? Were there other big challenges? I mean, d- before we spoke, it sounded like you were like uh, hurdles, but now it doesn't sound like <laughs> hurdles. I think it, it, the only hurdle was <laughs> Christmas, and uh, as I mentioned, the flu. Other than that, um, I think it's uh, it, it's it was not a, a big hurdle because. Again, I, I felt like this is the right thing to do. What, is, what exactly was the issue with Christmas? Was it that you're with family and, or is it your tradition? Yeah, or? I was pampered at home. So it's difficult to cook when you're constantly being pampered. So my mom was cooking all the time um, and also meat dishes. So and it's difficult to say no when you're in that environment, the environment that, that you grew up in. Yeah, there's a lot more inertia there. Yeah, exactly. And so you you just said, all right, let's put this thing on hold. Is that? (laughs) Yeah. That was the Something I did. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I I was just with my mom last night having dinner. And years ago, when I first learned about partially hydrogenated vegetable oil, I thought there was saturated fat, which was bad for you, and unsaturated fat, which wasn't really as bad for you. I mean, caloric, but not like artery hardening. And I thought I'd read that partially hydrogenated oil was in between. And then later I found out partially hydrogenated oil is worse than any of them. And these companies like it's bubbling hydrogen through stuff. It's not like a, that's kind of an, that's not, you accidentally do it. You got it bubbling hydrogen through stuff. Like you got a, factories and stuff. And why do they do it? Because it's more profitable. So I was, when I found out that people are making a profit off of my health and telling me that it was less, not, not as unhealthy, 
I was like, I cannot do business with these people. Forget about what the health anymore. Like, I don't want to do business with someone who treats me that way. Yeah. So my mom makes apple pie and <laughs> her apple pie is, it's tremendous. It's really good. Like my sisters and I have talked about this, that we simply don't get apple pie from the best restaurants in New York city from anywhere <laughs> because it's not as good yeah. as my mom's. So then, but part of how she makes the crust, the way she makes it is it uses, she uses Crisco, which is hydrogenated oil. So one day I come back and I'm like, oh, sorry, mom, can't eat that. And she's like, what? It was not, <laughs> it was not pleasant. She's like, Josh, look, the way they did this before was lard. And I know you're not going to have lard and I'm not going to cook with lard. So if I do it with butter, it doesn't come, it comes out like a mushy crust. If I do it with all these other oils, it doesn't work. It's Crisco or nothing. And I'm like, well, I'll eat the, in, I'll eat the inside of the crust, but I'm not going to eat I mean, the inside of the pie, but I'm not going to eat the crust. And she was really not happy about that. Wow. But years later, she's now like, she's worked out how to do it without using hydrogenated oil. And it was like a project for her, not for me, but she did it for herself because eventually she decided on her own, she didn't want to use Crisco. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I've had an experience that I can understand, like I could be like, uh, maybe I shouldn't do this anymore. Maybe at home, I'll just go with the flow. But in the long run, it's worked out, but there was a lot of, yeah. uh, Inertia. It wasn't like tears, but it was like, uh, yeah. she wasn't happy. Yeah. 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 But it's good. It's, it's a nice challenge. Maybe I will, I will have to do something similar next yeah, yeah, Christmas. I'll, I'll get an email from you. Josh, it's got between <laughs> me and my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think back. challenges Stay are great. It'll, it'll work out. <laughs> so actually, um, th- talking long term. Is it, are, are you thinking of what to do next? Are you thinking of, or, are you going to stick with this? Or are you going to not stick with this? Well, I, when I, I want to um, start jogging again regularly. So at least two times per week, but I want to ramp it up because I, um, I even had like a foot problem uh, recently. So I, I you know, when, when you, and you have problems, that's when you realize uh, what you should appreciate when you're healthy. And I do appreciate that I can run. Um, I love running, the effect and all, even during that time. And it's just, you know, when you set up a program, you have a certain goal um, with it. Um, and I, I want to keep on, I want to start again doing that because I did a half marathon like two years ago. And it was a really, really great challenge. It was like five months of preparation because I never did, I've never did anything similar uh, before. Uh, so... I want to do again something like that, half marathon or something similar. I still have to see the options. Um, so that's I think, and it's also connected to the environment um, in a way. Uh, so at least I tend to think so. So I think that could be a challenge. So you have a new challenge. I was actually curious also about the the vegetarian stuff and the cooking yourself. Is that something you're going to keep up? Is that something you're going to decrease, augment? I th- I think I will keep on doing that um, for sure. So concentrating more on on vegetarian food um, and uh, even cooking it. Maybe not so regularly, weekly, but uh, for sure I will I will cook, prepare uh, more such dishes. So I, normally I wrap up by asking if you have a message for the listeners. I'll ask. Do you have any other messages for the listeners? <laughs> I would say this is my message that commit. Um, for me, it, it was three months, but um, you can even choose five, six months. I think it's a it's a really good idea to to keep to have such goals 
I don't believe anymore so much in like yearly goals because I think the world is changing too fast. I believe in an agile method, agile method, so project management, um, which means uh, you commit to something, let's say three, six months, you keep on doing that. And if there's a better something, something better coming in, which improves your life even more, why not doing, why not taking that on instead of just committing to one year and then working on it blindfoldedly? Uh, because it's about, you know, just like uh, Agile is about delivering something to the customer, uh, you commit to it and it's something good. Um, you can also commit to doing something good to yourself. The world is more colorful this way. That's his words. Why would anyone put that off? Well, in all fairness, I certainly put things off because of planning and analyzing. That's the way things happen. But in my experience, better to start than to decide to start. As with many successful examples, involving his girlfriend in the process made it collaborative. Leaders look at other people as part of the solution, not part of the problem, however difficult they may seem at the beginning. As with my mom and her apple pie, if I had involved her more, it would have been less of a shock, although we did work together to make a pie without lard or hydrogenated vegetable oil. He did at one point suggest analyzing of figuring out your whys, but in the end, he said, you really just have to start doing things. As another side, mind mapping software. If you haven't started using mind mapping software, I highly recommend it. I use Freeplane, F-R-E-E-P-L-A-N-E, and I recommend looking it up. Life-changing software. In the meantime, enjoy your new habits, hopefully inspired by Balint. Does hearing leaders acting on their values make you think of yours? Nothing will make you feel better than acting on them. Value means better. Acting on your values means improving your life. Committing publicly helps many people and builds community too. If you want, click on Commit to a Personal Challenge to share what you do with this community. You'll be a leader among leaders. We're more than a podcast. We're a movement to share how acting on environmental values means fun, joy, growth, and so on, not sacrifice or deprivation. If you want to join or help, contact me at joshatspodak.net or at joshuaspodak.com slash podcast. You'll grow as a leader, you'll enjoy yourself, and the world and your communities will thank you for it.